Okay, so this in no way will be the most conventional podcast episode I've ever recorded. This in no way will be the best podcast episode I've ever recorded. But the game ended about an hour ago, and I wanted to just get my immediate thoughts and reactions from the Packers win over the Bears. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to the Jake Talk Sports Podcast. One hour ago, the Packers completed a 27-10 victory over the Chicago Bears. What else is new? Let's talk about a few things that went right for the Packers and some things that went wrong because this wasn't a perfect game for either team, but the Packers still showed some flaws that I think could really hurt them later in the season if they want to try and contend still. Let's talk about the positive things for the Packers. The run game is elite. I can guarantee you that when this season is said and done, the Packers will finish with a top five running duo in the league. I think they already have a top five running back duo in the league with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. I don't think it's close. I think they're pretty undoubtedly, pretty solidly a top five running back duo. And they showed that tonight. I know that this is a Bears run defense that isn't anything to write home about, but Still, 170 yards and two touchdowns, sorry, 170 total yards for Aaron Jones and two touchdowns for him. AJ Dillon, I don't know the exact number of what he had, but he had some really nice runs. All in all, the offensive line that was supposed to be pretty bad, they got Elton Jenkins back, and once they did, they looked like that offensive line that they had last year. They did a really good job of not only protecting Aaron Rodgers, but getting that run game opened up and getting it to make sure that they actually can run the football effectively and doesn't all have to rely on Rodgers throwing the ball 50 times a game. The positive thing was the defense outside of the run defense. We'll talk about that when it comes to the negatives about this game. But this defense really did shut down Justin Fields, who only had 11 attempts. But 70 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. Very, very solid performance from the Packers defense there I mean Jair Alexander on that last play him and Ramsey I talked about this on Twitter him and Ramsey reminded us who they are today two guys that really didn't have the best week ones come out and both put on a show and both have the game ceiling pick obviously Ramsey's was literally a play that if it had been caught would have been the game winning touchdown for the Falcons Jair's was a garbage time pick yes but it was still a fantastic play and if that pass is completed the Bears have a first down and they continue to drive either way you shut them down that pretty much sealed the game it did seal the game um so the Packers defense outside of the run defense was very very good and that was another positive that saw in this game another positive was Aaron Rodgers just did his thing and looked like the top five quarterback that he is he didn't have to throw the ball much with the way they were running the football, but when he was, he was completely torching this bare secondary. And then, honestly, people overhyped way too much. Kyler Gordon, people were like, he'll be fine. He got absolutely destroyed. Sammy Watkins burned him. He got beat by Alan Lazard in the slot on a slant route in the red zone. He is not a good enough corner to cover those guys. I don't know why we didn't see more Jalen Johnson on Alan Lazard. I only watched the second half of this game because I was at work for the first half, but from what I saw, the bare secondary really just is pretty bad. Let's talk about the negatives for the Packers because, like I said, this wasn't a perfect game. Let's start with the run defense, okay? It was awful. David Montgomery, who is a top 10 back, and I'm going to keep saying that until everybody gets it in their heads. David Montgomery is a top 10 running back in the NFL. There is no question about that. How could there be any question 
uh, about I don't understand how there could be any question about David Montgomery being a top 10 running back. He was phenomenal. He was making cuts everywhere. He was breaking tackles. He was getting first downs left and right. He was averaging like 14 yards a carry in the fourth quarter, third and fourth quarter. Absolutely ridiculous numbers from him. And they don't give him the ball on the one-yard line on the fourth and goal. Don't get it. I don't get it. This isn't about the Bears, though. Top of the Packers. Uh, so they are a bad team run defense-wise. They did stop Montgomery. Uh on first and second and goal, really shut him down there. Kenny Clark did his job. And obviously, they stopped Justin Fields in that shotgun formation, which if it had been anything but a shotgun formation, probably would have been a touchdown on that fourth and goal. They did stop him. There was no conclusive evidence to overturn that play and call a touchdown. So I'm going to call that a stop for the Green Bay Packers defense. That was good. Uh, some other negatives is that I don't think Riders fully trust guys like Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs yet. Uh, he really was looking at Alan Lazar and Randall Cobb, who were his two veteran guys, two guys that he's known to have good relationships with. Even Robert Tunyon, who he's known to have a decent relationship with, at least from what I can tell. He didn't target him that much. I think he only had a couple catches for a few yards. And the thing is, Rodgers, if they're going to contend, needs to trust everybody who he throws a football to. And right now, that's just not happening. Brady trusts Julio Jones. Brady trusts Brashad Perriman. He trusts Brashad Perriman. He trusts Mike Evans. He trusts Chris Godwin whenever he comes back. Guys like that that have a good receiving core have a lot of trust in that. A lot of the, most of the good teams, they're. I mean, you think Tua? The Dolphins are too. I think Tua doesn't trust Tyreek or Jalen Waddle with some of the throws he makes. He puts them in a spot where they only way they're getting any yards or any way they're going to get touchdowns if they outrun the entire defense. You think Tua doesn't trust them to do that? If Tua didn't trust them to do that, he wouldn't throw it. And that's as simple as that. Good teams have quarterbacks that trust their receiving core. The Packers are a good team, but he has to start trusting them more. Because they ran the football a lot, and when they did throw the football, I guarantee you it was a higher percentage of targets that went to players who were not a wide receiver than there were tonight. And there definitely wasn't in week one against the Vikings. All in all, this was a great game for the Packers. Another classic Rodgers owns the Bears game. I think that the Packers can contend. They have Tampa next week in Tampa Bay, so that'll be a real test of if this team can really compete in the NFC because that's probably the team that I trust most in the NFC right now is still the Bucks. Um, there's just been so many inconsistencies in the good teams. Depending on what the Vikings and Eagles game looks like tomorrow night, we could see one of those teams just be fantastic, and they're like the most consistent team in the NFC. But right now, the team I trust the most is the Bucks. The Packers go on Tampa and win that to be really, really huge for them. But overall, this is a great game for the Packers. They didn't really have me worried at any point except for that last drive when Fields almost got in on the QB sneak or QB draw, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching. I was very, very hyped for by that Jair pick. I liked the way the defense looked. I liked the way the run game looked. And when Rodgers did the ball, he was classic Rodgers doing the torching thing of the Bears secondary that he will continue to do for every single year of his career until he retires. Go Pack Go. That's all I got.